Yeah, actually, this is the first actual good morning toy world. This is the first time we've ever recorded in the morning. Mm-hmm. Not to, like, pull the curtain back too far and whatnot, but also we're having beer for breakfast. Yeah, Logan's... Or I am. Logan's having a beer. I made made a pitcher of sangria, and my goal is to just finish it today, so that'll be good. Oh, man, okay. I just need to acknowledge that that beer made me feel so good, because I was so drunk last night, <laughs> and I needed some hair of the dog. Okay, cool. What, what happened with Worf? Okay, so with Worf... Um, yeah, so we went to Fan Expo, it was really good, we decided to go out for lunch, just, you know, little little bite to eat, little snack here and there, um, just to get the energy going back into us again, and we went to this place called The Warehouse, which is like, everything's, all the food stuff is $5, but you need to grab a drink, so we had a drink, and then we had two drinks, it was a, f- like, the food was $5, our bills individually were around 150. Oh, fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh lots of shots. We had car bombs, like Jaeger bomb, like anything that was a a grenade or an explosive, we drank it. Um and then yeah, just, you know, and aside from that we had just other things to sip onto like beer and shit like that. So we end up going back to the con, and I'm I'm wearing like a Boba Fett hoodie and a Boba Fett helmet, which got signed by Jeremy Bullock, which is pretty cool. Um, so it was already pretty giddy. Uh, then I bumped into a friend of mine at the convention when like I was starting to sober up a little bit, and no a friend is t- like a, a random acquaintance because I can't even remember who it was that I bumped into, but the person they were with was dressed up at like in a penguin, like, Kigurumi one-piece pajama thing and a pair of sunglasses. You know the name for Japanese one-piece pajamas? Yeah, Kigurumi. Okay. We've got a Pikachu one, dude. We've been through this. Have yeah, we, but... Have we not? No, I didn't know there was... Sorry, I'm I'm detracting. That's okay. Story. No, no worries. Uh, so I'm getting hung up on these little like little little, little nuances wait, of weed that I didn't know you had. Kigurumi. Um, so either way, this this penguin hands me an Aquafina bottle that's full of just straight vodka, and um, <laughs> I, I take a nice big couple gulps from that, uh, and I'm I'm ready to go again. <laughs> so I'm walking around, and. I'm not proud of this moment because I was just I was just a jerk and Worf from Star Trek was there. And I was like No one was no one was at his table and I was just like, Oh my god Um Michael Dorn Yeah? Not not Brad Dorf, that's the that's a gross white guy. Um, the yeah, war from Star Trek. Oh my God, I loved you in the Bionicle movie. <laughs> Bionicle four. That was oh, I should have brought my DVD for you to sign. Oh, Bionicle four. Didn't bring up anything else he was in. Just just was talking about like his Lego performance. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, thank, th- thank you. Yeah, that. Mm. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. <laughs> poor guy looked so defeated (laughs) my version of that story is way different so if anyone ever quotes the story to you in a much more 
um, loose manner, be like, Logan's an idiot. Because my version of the story is, one time a buddy, Tony, was drunk and saw Worf at a bar after a con and told him that Star Trek was just okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. What I said was... But I said, "What I love you in Bionicle, but I hated you in Star Trek." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I'm your host with the most, your ghost with the most, your one and only Pepperoni, and joining me, as always, via satellite, the Duke of Diaclone himself. Tony, did you want to say hello to the people, Tony? What's up, everybody? How's it going? Good morning they're to fu- you all. They're fucking great. They better be. They're. I hope they're not as hungover as I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know you were having a couple sips last night. I had the most uh, flouncy and fancy boy evening of, of my life. No, um, Flouncy boy. So I, I met up with the crew of a an artisan shoe store. <laughs> okay uh this this will be instantly recognizable if you're from our area so john fluvog there we go all right um john fluvog uh opened a store in victoria and i have a friend who is going to be managing that store okay. um and, and i tried to go see him just say hey like congratulations you now work at a flouncy shoe store mm-hmm. um but there was like a lineup down the street to go buy shoes because people are crazy yeah. and so i was like I'll come back later. And so I met up with them and I went out drinking with the, the John Fluvog shoe crew. And it was, it was great. I, I was on fire. Like, I don't want to toot my horn too much, but I was fucking hilarious. I dropped a, if you can't handle me when I'm at my big money rustlers, you don't deserve me when I'm at my big money hustlers. And nobody liked it. Everyone fucking hated it. And I was like, well, sh-. I was like, well, shit, let me rephrase. If you can't handle me when I'm at the, um, when I'm, <laughs> sorry, I still think it's funny. Apparently I was like, if you can't handle me when I'm at my, the making of American beauty DVD featurette, you don't deserve me when I'm at the full length feature, <laughs> which again, nobody thought was funny. Oh no. <laughs> Is it because they're shoe people? Yeah, I bombed a little bit. One of them was a Star Wars collector, um, okay. uh, which was kind of cool. We didn't really get to talk much. He was on the opposite end of the table, but I was just like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Boba Fett, Greedo, Bad Train. Yeah. Here's a podcast. Here, here, Here's our pod. We've got cards. I didn't plug that hard. I did tell him that I, uh, at one point in my toy life, was a resin toy maker mm-hmm. at another and then that segued into doing a weekly podcast and then that i also make youtube videos about toys but he didn't really seem interested in the creative aspect of it um which is weird because he works for a shoe company that make weird designer shoes well, you so can you only you would love you can only do one aspect. or the other i think that's that's the thing yeah you can either pour your heart and soul in making toys or yeah. shoes you, you can't you can't have both or then shoes. you'll have like yeah fucking lego guys glued to a sandal and that's no one wants that's fucked up yeah just sandals in general you ever seen those like those like brimmed baller baller hats the brimmed gangster hats with the like studs on them for bricks yeah i think i fucking hate them i'm yeah you see them a lot at the night market here and i was like "Mm, no because people are just supposed to like write their name in studs on it or like throw a a sig fig and i'm like you 
I mean, they could be Lego people. Don't don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, fuck, you're probably probably hardcore into Lego. But there's yeah. something about the whole like, I'm just buying it because it's weird. Yeah. It's kind of the the feel I get from shit like that. That being said, check out this hat I got. <laughs> Let me throw a little closure on my my adventures with the shoe people. Yeah. Um. Afterwards, they were like, "We should keep drinking," and I was like, "That's an idea. We should go to." And they suggested a place that I fucking hate, and I'm like, oh. "Uh, what if we go to the gay bar? Let's go to Paparazzi." And they were like, <laughs> "Yeah," and everybody got revved up, and then we're like a block away from Paparazzi, and I'm like. I don't want to go. Like, I don't want to do this. And I'm like, I kind of hoodwinked these people into going, didn't I? And we get to the, like, the stairs and everybody, like, goes in except for one. Mm-hmm. And everybody bails and I'm like, or everybody, sorry, everybody doesn't bail. Everybody commits and they go into paparazzi. And I'm going to bail. I know this. Yeah. And I turn and look and my buddy is laughing and chatting with all of the the men in drag. Yeah. And in in the, like, darkness of the night... And the, and the drunkenness of, like, 1.30 in the morning, they just looked like horrible monsters to me. And my friend, who was, like, laughing and joking with them, also became a monster in oh, that Jesus. moment. And I was just like, oh, God, we don't, we don't make it as a race, do we? And I just, like, bailed. And I was like, I'm going home. <laughs> Started taking your clothes off, running into the darkness. <laughs> yeah. It, it was fine. Like they're fine. I just I'm I'm cynical and shitty at times. So oh, okay. I had to bail. I had to, I had to I had to hard bail. You just had a fear and loathing in Victoria moment. That's I yeah. I'm living it, buddy. Just just too much, and then all of a sudden, drag queens turn into lizard people. But for real, a drag yeah. shows are pretty great. If you if you have not been to one, I highly recommend them. Oh, I have I have no qualms with drag at all. Speaking of drag, I I recently bought the. I recently bought $30 worth of makeup. <laughs> Ooh. Go on. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I need makeup for a video. Okay, cool. Thing, for a video thing. Like pretty, pretty boy makeup or like, um, just like, like gnarl? Someone has to dress up as nobody's favorite Joker. <laughs> oh, it's pretty, pretty boy makeup. Okay. Yeah. I got a Jared Leto myself. Oh, you, please tell me that you got like the worst temporary tattoos to just put on your face. No, I'm going to draw stuff on with liquid eyeliner. And you know okay, how he has cool. the terrible J tattoo under his cheek? I kind of just want to do a little dick under my cheek. But I don't know if, like, that's okay or not okay when it comes to to YouTube's guidelines. That's true. Can you draw a cartoon dick? Probably. Yeah, Google that shit. Let's make, double check, make sure. Holy shit, speaking of Knights of the Slice, oh god, this whole episode's essentially gonna be night. <laughs> this siren needs to fuck off! <laughs> those those ambulances need to shut the fuck up when they're saving people. <laughs> it's an emergency service, Logan. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Just so selfish and shitty. Like, fuck, why do people have to die while I'm recording? I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the Knights cast. This is, this the, is full... the name of the episode. Yeah, all, all goes planned. We're going to have a special guest today, Mr. Jesse D'Estacio of Toy Pizza and Knights of the Slice fame. Our pizza, our pizza friend. Our pizza, our pizza boys. Um, it's it's been an, a very nightly week for me, and I'm so pumped, so pumped. Um, 
Yeah, I did. I did my first uh, over the interwebs toy trade for like for quite some time. I think it's been like almost half a year since I've shipped off a, a box of toys in exchange for another box of toys. And oh god, it feels so good. I'm so, so jelly. Yeah. Oh well, I'll, I'll see. I'll see what's. I'll see what's going on. And that being said, we'll we'll see if I can get you some some fun boys too. But no, you don't, was... you don't have to give me your your rad toys, buddy. No, I know. They're my when rad you toys. find cool, we'll get to- you some cool, cool toys. toys too. You can have rad toys. We'll get me. Some... You, I'm I'm doing the the Facebook legwork. That's the. <laughs> You're Facebooking. You're on the Knights of the Slice board, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I'm not the the biggest poster there, but like I'm, you know, like I said, model citizen, and the stuff mm-hmm. that I have been posting, people have been not hating, so that's good. Yeah, apparently people like our podcast, which is fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, again, thank you for listening, friends from yeah, uh, Toy Pizza and Nights and Slice. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, I had a, I had a video. Uh, well, I did a video on uh, the vector jump. Yeah. Um, the vector jump night, the uh, neon punch night, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean the video. The videos. I think I said it last time. I brought it up. Is the video is not my best video ever. It was the end of Power Week, so it was <laughs> like I had done seven videos in seven days. So I could have done better. I emotionally feel like there is a better video about Knights of the Slice in me. Um, but uh, I got a comment on it, and the and the person was like, "You should sh- share this on the Knights of the Slice toy board." And I was like, "Unfortunately, I do not <laughs> do the do the Facebook." Um, which I know is like a total handicap in this day and age, like not participating in Facebook. I just, sometimes I want to have the moral high ground and I want to, (laughs) I want to be above something. And I feel that I'm above Facebook in the, in the, I know what you're thinking. Wow. You sound like a total cunt. And the answer is yes. Um, I'm a, I'm a total cunt for thinking this way. It's like my one little superiority complex when I say to people, no, I, I don't Facebook. <laughs> I do. Uh, Tony Velocity on Facebook. Give me a like, subscribe, and a high five. <laughs> I'll do whatever you want. Um, no, shit, maybe you I'll... You can subscribe to people's Facebook. You can follow. It's kind of like mm. a subscribe. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Um, that makes sense. Peanuts, parrots. Um, yeah, you can... I apparently have followers on Facebook, which is weird, because it's like... It's like you can see all my posts that are public, but you mm-hmm. don't have to send me a friend request, which is weird. Okay. So I, I don't know how I feel about that either. It was one of those things where I'm just kind of like, let's check out my profile that I haven't updated in probably about two years. And it's like, oh, hey, I've got like eight followers. I don't understand that. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, yeah, Facebook is weird, but it's it's good and it's been helping... Facebook and Instagram is what I've been I've been just enjoying the shit out of and having control of the uh, this podcast's Instagram is also kind of great because I've been in such a fucking like art slump for the last few months that like I just can't haven't haven't even plugged the tablet in for a while like I just I've had no motivation to like draw stuff which I'm hoping mm-hmm. changes soon because like Again, not to get not to get all sad and shit, but like you know, just sometimes thing, life sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and th- things have been getting better, which is good. I'm just like hoping that'll affect that, and I'll start wanting to put the fake pen to the fake paper and make some cool digital shit again. Nice. 
but like just being able to post like fun toy stuff and cool toy pickups and stuff on the uh good morning good morning toy world instagram i've been enjoying it and yeah i saw a crazy fucking thing the other day for about on the subject of fake pen to fake paper okay um there's this product and this thing mm-hmm. i believe it is called a smart notebook okay smart book the idea is is that it's like a page a, a paper notebook yeah with an incredibly fancy pen mm-hmm. and you draw pictures and take notes and do your shit with this pen in your notebook and make these cool sketches okay meanwhile that pen is measuring your strokes and creating a vector file for what you're drawing. Oh. And it then beams it to your, like, cloud account or to your phone or to whatever that's attached to this pen. And you can then take those drawings, those sketches you've done in real life with this pen that actually puts ink on the page. Yeah. Um, and then take those and drop them into your editing software and make a digital copy of the thing you were sketching. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it was really interesting. And, like, it's a bajillion and a half dollars. Like, it's oh, a very yeah. expensive thing. Yeah, but uh, it just seemed like kind of a, a neat way of like doing both physical and digital at the same time. Thought oh, it was kind of cool. Totally, yeah. Actually, that's that's really awesome. I mean, I suck at drawing, so I would never need anything like that. No, but you'll, you're fine. Don't worry. Oh, I can scribble. I'm good at scribbling. Scribbling. It's a it's a style of art. You got it. You're down. Mm-hmm. You can do yeah. this. So thanks, buddy. Yeah. I believe I'm glad that. we're here. I'm glad here to. Con- I'm glad we're here to constantly support each other. <laughs> no, we need a thousand Godzillas, Logan. Fuck, man! I've been thinking so much about that lately. Like yeah. so much about that. In fact, I pulled out Godzilla today because um, he. I'm gonna make a video. <laughs> nice, cool, good. All right. So during this toy pizza podcast this nights of the slice the slice cast slice this, ep- this this episode our our extreme slicery um, <laughs> i'm like i'm botching this um during our nights of the slice cast we also are going to do a special edition of the night's watch so we're getting night's section in here so roll yeah. the music Watch. Um, we're going to get uh, Jesse on the phone here. So we are. Yeah, we'll be talking with him uh, in a in an internet moment. Joining us now over the the powers of the the internet, we have Jesse Destacio of Toy Pizza and Knights of the Slice fame. Uh, Jesse, would you like to say hi to everybody? Hi, everybody. Very nice to be. <laughs> He's like me. <laughs> Say hi to everybody. Hello. It's it's such an awkward question to be asked every when there is nobody to physically. And I see. ask you every time. Every single goddamn time. It's it's good that we have a routine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It feels it yeah. Feels there's some right. some semblance um, of structure. Are you guys on yeah. uh, different sides of the same room? No. No. Okay. No. Completely separate. Okay. We're on different sides of body of water, BC and water. Yeah. Um, Tony lives in Vancouver, um, home of the bootleg transformer. And, and I live in Victoria, which is, uh, on Vancouver Island. So we are separated by a body of water, but we still talk to each other every week for an hour about our obsessions. Mm. You know, a body of water makes for good friends, right? Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> that's that's true. I like most Americans have very little concept of um, any cities or states or provinces outside of the United States. We don't even really truly know our own all that well. Um, so it's kind <laughs> of a stretch to ask us to uh, understand geography beyond that. Um, but those are that, nice that's places. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, um, we're basically north of Seattle. Gotcha. Yeah, we're. Portland was Canadian. Gotcha. Yeah, that's yeah. We're Canadian, Canadian Portland. Um, <laughs> Just in... yeah. One eyed jacks in Twin Peaks, where all the uh, strippers are. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yes. Yeah, that's, you're, you're not okay, wrong. Um, we're we're also Storybrooke from Once Upon a Time. If you are familiar with that, um, I know the name, but I'm oh, I'm okay. uh, not a child. So no, that's okay. There's also no toys. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that you know, that's where I hit a ceiling of interest. <laughs> that's no, that's totally fine. There was one day where I went down to where they filmed because it's actually just a small fishing village and they have really good fish and chips mm-hmm. down there. So I went down that way not too long ago and I'm like, what the hell is going? There's people in like Disney costumes taking pictures in front of bread stores and stuff. It was super weird. Oh, it's the uh, that's the um. The Disney fairy tale show. Yeah, yeah, it's the Disney fairy. There's it's like another, if Shrek was filming. There's there. another one though, right? There's uh, Once Upon a Time, and then there was like whatever came before that. That Disney was like, ah, we can do that, do that better. I don't know. Uh, there was supposed to be a Fables TV show. Yeah, it was. Um, it was like a Vertigo comic. It was sort of a. It was like a CBS ripoff of Fables. Um, let me look. Oh. Once upon a time. At least behind Pettiter. <laughs> Man, I don't know how to spell anything right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't normally drink on the podcast. Also, we don't also we don't really yeah. record in the mornings either. Even though the show is called Good Morning yeah. Toy World. Hmm. But it's weird that we are preferring to drink in the morning as opposed to drink in the evenings. Yeah. I think we have a problem. Nobody in this hobby's awake before noon anyway, so I think you're... Yeah. Oh, God. That, that, that is true. Um, yeah, so you, you're at a, a different time zone. That's why there was a bit of confusion there. I was like, I'm going to mm. record on your time zone. And, and I, I was uh, extending the same you know, courtesy to you guys, so we had <laughs> totally separate time. But it worked out. Uh, it, luckily we met exactly in the middle. It's about one thirty where we are right now. That's right. It's perfect. Um, awesome. So what do you guys want to know? I can, uh, I'm happy to answer almost anything as long as it doesn't sort of spoil the surprise for, um, you know, future customers. Crap. <laughs> Tony's up. I was going to be like, what is in the super secret wave <laughs> two? Uh, V2, I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, well, okay, first off, just want to say congratulations on finishing up Wave 3 and 4. Um, thank you, we, we have, there's actually shit. one more that's, um, you, you... gonna be out in July, and then, yeah, we'll, we'll have concluded it, uh, but thank you. Okay, awesome. Yeah, no, we, uh, Wave, Wave 3 and 4 has been, like, my wave. I accidentally missed out on the, uh, the Vice Knight, <clears throat> and been kicking myself since like i i, I wait for the drops yeah. like i'm one of those like f5ers right now <laughs> and tony's and then, just kind um, of my minion 
and places yeah. places the order for me. So. Yeah, he deals it for you. Yeah, well, we mean, I mean, we gotta we gotta split that six dollar shipping somehow. Yeah, uh, it's ter- <laughs> you know, it's shipping out of the U.S. is such a it's such a nightmare, more so for Europe, but Canada sucks too. You would think because you guys are so close, there, you know, there should be a sort of first class option that's closer to you know USPS. It's kind yeah. of it, yeah. insane to me that it, you know, and. and we as sort of sellers, you know, myself and Dowdy and all the other guys, we have no choice. Like mm-hmm. we have to charge as much as the figure itself costs in shipping because, yeah. you know, it's just a... That being said, like the shipping from you guys isn't crazy, like comparative to other yeah, sites. You guys... Like sometimes you, you're like, yes, I'm going to get these toys. I'm going to buy these things. I'm going to throw away my grown ass man expendable income on stuff I probably don't need to clutter my life with let's do this and then you get to shipping and you're like oh fuck man like 35 bucks like no no <laughs> why it's tough. I've, I've had to like close windows a few times Just slowly and... close your laptop yeah. and shed a single tear <laughs> oh it's more than a single tear it's <laughs> I, I get full-on ugly crying when i when i can't get my glios boys yeah so yeah, tough, dude. <laughs> um yeah there there isn't yet uh sort of solution for I, I sort of roll the dice and i ship it first class but um mm-hmm. you you know as a retailer you leave yourself open to people claiming goods don't arrive and yeah you have to dispatch the goods over again and historically there's been a lot of problems uh amongst this sort of group of creators with people taking advantage of you know something being shipped overseas that may not have a tracking number or may you know oh that's scummy yeah yeah. See, that's that's super shitty. Yeah. It's... Like, ugh. See, that people like that are the reason why there's like twenty six dollars shipping like down the road. Yeah. You know, and I so... I think also, uh, and I don't blame them. I think some of the other creators don't want to ship internationally, right? And I don't blame mm-hmm. them. It's it's a whole another step. It's it's more complicated. Um, yeah. You know, and I could understand just charging this sort of priority rate so that you as the person who's sort of selling it, you don't have to worry about it from that point on. Like it's, yeah, yeah exactly. It's on the carrier to bring it through. Yeah. Um, but, boy, I well, could talk about fulfillment all day. It's very exciting. <laughs> that's good pod. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like, we don't really have a guy on the, on the inside for that sort of thing. Like, yeah. Um, I the most I've ever done is really like toy trades online. Um and I actually just completed one with uh one of the other great members from the the Knights of the Slice fa- uh, Facebook page. Oh, who was it? And... Let's get the dirt. Oh, uh, jo- Joshua Mike actually. Oh, yeah. No, this will be a an episode shout out to him. So Josh is great. Yeah. I holy... I think he's been there from the beginning or shortly thereafter. And uh um... Yeah. He's just, you know, I really like all of you guys are just really nice and pleasant, right? Like I, I don't have, <laughs> oh, thanks, I, I know Dowdy gets bombarded with some real trolls and people that, um, you know, just seem to suck the life out of them. But yeah. just never go on the toy boards on Fortune. Uh, I, I do. <laughs> I'm guilty of going on there and um, they are not kind to my efforts at all, but it's, it's no, hilarious. no, which I is... love it. I love that people are so bothered 
by somebody just making toys that they don't have to buy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> like there is there is one thread where I was like, I can't fucking <laughs> deal with this. These like why are you shitting on my my favorite I, Glios toys right it's, now? It's awesome to me though. I love the notoriety that uh, that what I'm doing is so derided. I mean, they really they truly hate Knights of the Slice. Like they shit on yeah. other lines out there, but they re- for whatever reason, you know, it that's kind of amazing. Like you ha- you have to wonder if they them themselves just hate like Sentai and like Japanese superheroes or if they love them so much that anyone doing anything that like resembles <laughs> it is offensive to them. Like I wonder what camp they're in. I I have a I have a theory that it's not actually about the toys at all, right? I think that Okay. I and you guys are probably guilty of this as well. You don't start at the toy board on 4chan. You're going to GIF or S or you're there for pornography and consumption, right? Oh man, you want to hear something? You want to see some weird Teen Titans shit? I'm, I'm oh. the full-on opposite. <laughs> well, like yeah, me too. <laughs> come for um, the slash toy, stay for the slash like. Uh, H. And I, I I think that there's they sort of have two tabs open. They have the toy board and then a uh, pornography board, and they're just flicking back and forth, you know, during mm-hmm. the, the self manipulation. And this this pent up <laughs> hostility is like spilling over into the boards. You know, it's like sexual frustration. It's a very psychosexual thing that's happening. And uh, I don't know. I just don't. I don't experience it that way. And I. I I'm happy for people to make toys that I don't like. I would never expend a, a single molecule of energy to like, you know, yeah. tear it down or voice that I don't like it. I would just rather go off and buy something I like or create something. And yeah, and exactly. Yeah. Also, the fact that like people are creating um, their own toy lines, even if it's something you're not interested in or passionate about, like the fact that they're doing it is important even if it's not in your camp and it's not something you're all about because um we couldn't have any of this if it wasn't for a collective effort of everyone who wants to create and wants to make awesome things so like even even if it sucks it has merit i made a lot of bad toys in my career and i i don't begrudge anybody for going out there and sort of putting their neck out there and there's look there's a lot of people that work in the resin medium that i just i I don't understand why you would spend all the time and the money it takes to output mm-hmm. something that somebody else has already done, essentially, or, you know, yeah. for a, a rather poor sort of concept. But, you know, mm-hmm. with that feeling, I'm also like, but hey, you put the time in and you're, you know, you're putting your balls on the chopping block and sharing it in a public forum. Like, you know, I commend you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. You're putting yourself out there and that's the main the main thing. Yeah, I mean, like... Logan and I first met kind of as those resin guys. Yeah, we were the ones making terrible so. resin bootlegs. Sorry, sorry to just talk shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh no. Oh totally. no, you're you're not wrong. I no, mean. there's there's a reason why I haven't made anything in a while. It's cuz um nobody gives a shit. And that's totally <laughs> like like yeah. the the act of actually producing it and making it was enough for me. But, um, yeah. I don't know, it's just my passion for toys evolved, right? Like, I started collecting again as a 20-something-year-old man and then saw the world of resin art toys, and I'm like, I could fucking do that. Like, that could be something... Oh, have we lost you? Oh, did we lose you? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I lost uh, internet, but I uh, switched to the flower room, so... Yeah, I was oh, gonna say, dude, you just had is... to put up some wallpaper real quick. 
boys. Yeah, so I was slagging you guys Ooh. for um, resin. Yeah. yeah, being just dirt people, um, I think, is what it was. And I was, um, I had a couple sips, so I was getting impassioned about my speech. Um, <clears throat> so <laughs> my whole thing was that, like, I saw the resin artwork, and I saw what people were doing, and I understood the concept and just the idea of, of I hate to say, like, repurposing or, like, re um, uh, creating a new association with something that's pop culture and... and yeah reconstructing that relevance and i saw the art in it and i was like hey i could totally do that and then i got fired up and i did it and i went for it and it was like a really fun learning curve and i feel like at the end of the day though the result was never as good as i wanted it to be or never as as good as it could be and then that sort of evolved into just doing the podcast and talking about my passion for toys in that way and then that evolved into into youtube creation and making and making youtube videos and then with the videos the end result of those videos um, looks like how I imagine it in my head, and I'm able to actually put my passion out there and create something that is as good as it looks in my brain. And with, like, resin art, it never was that way, and with drawing, it never was that way, and with painting, it never was that way. And I think I've just sort of always been looking for my medium, and I'm really happy that toys can be a part of that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the... You know, the the sort of technical aspect of how you manipulate a form uh, is, is part of the success of it, right? Like, I think, mm -hmm. um, like Healy made, right? I, I consider yeah. Dave to be probably the best, the best craftsman, right? Because the, oh, the, the objects so. he makes, when you get them in hand you can't see a single part line. You can't tell that this was something that came out of a mold or it's uh, necessarily made it in resin. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we sort of, you know, we're such a uh, short attention span culture that we forget you have to, like, take a decade and kind of really master, um, you know, a form to be able to, to you know, say alongside your idea. Because it's not enough just to have a clever idea because there's any number of t-shirt companies that do that all day long and they turn out a, you know, a, a clever uh, Mario in a Stormtrooper outfit or whatever. You know, yeah. like the, the idea yeah, itself yeah. It has become uh, completely cliche and disposable. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's more important to, to be able to like have the, uh, the execution of it, you know. Body oh, definitely, that. yeah. I don't know. Maybe that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, it to totally does actually. Hey, can you so hear that... me? Yes. Yeah, we're yeah, good. Okay. We got you back. Yeah, I think the phone's gonna work much better. I, I'm up in the wilds of Maine, so we uh, we have okay. okay internet, but it's not it's not great. <laughs> just, just a solid. You're sounding, okay. you're sounding yeah. clear now. It's fair to midland yeah. FS, so. Okay, so you said you were on a road trip as well. Uh, a boat trip. Oh, a boat trip. Ooh. Yes. All of the all of the above. It's an ocean. Yeah, road. we um, <laughs> we uh, drove up to Maine. We stopped by uh, the O'Neill Farm and saw Matt Dowdy, and I uh, <laughs> dropped off a new sculpt, and I picked up the first shot of something new, and you know, it's always good to kind of. Uh, I don't get to see him enough. You know, I only see him once or twice a year, so it's good to right, right, shit, and. Uh, yeah, 
been uh, up and down the east coast of New England. Damn, that's awesome. Oh, very cool. Not only do you get to have yeah, a nice I... vacation, but you also get to drop some subtle hints to the fans listening about <laughs> test shots. Sure, sure. That's why we're here, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I Well, I, I saw earlier on your Instagram that you, you did a little bit of a, a sneaky peek with some uh, some post-it notes. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, my hope is one day somebody will go back the way they they sort of analyze Kubrick movies and they go to his archives. They start to piece <laughs> together this complicated web of, uh, you know, illusions and... Uh, of how you faked the moon landing. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> it's all there. there I, you know, or I think it is. I don't know. Maybe it's different for okay. somebody on the outside looking in. But, um, yeah, it's there. whatever you would whatever however much you would like spoiled for yourselves it's all findable (laughs) it's it's there you we just gotta we gotta follow those breadcrumbs well the the two the two ones that piqued my interest were um i saw a lot of a lot of sticky notes that said glow Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as well as it looked like nebula awesome so i mean I don't want to. I don't want you to like you know pull out too too much info, but I just want to say those those two words excite me very well, much. Well, it, it actually so. said glow, and that was uh, my cocaine stash. <laughs> oh, rad. Okay, sweet. I mean, yeah, you gotta. You're pumping out so much stuff uh, that you, you gotta yeah, be on something. Exactly. I mean, that's how <laughs> that's how I fill the envelopes. Let's say. Yeah. That's. <laughs> shit. That's why it takes so long to get yeah. to us. And uh, it, it wasn't <laughs> Nebula. It was Ebola. Because uh, I also. I do some black market dealings and I sell <laughs> you, you did say that the original uh the first wave was available on Silk Road. Yeah. Um so let's let's get into that yeah, a bit yeah. more. Big time dark web guy. Um, no, I, I wouldn't even know. How, where how do you get into the dark web? Is there a door somewhere? I don't I don't I think you have to you like have to download a special client. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently like when you when you get your first bitcoin they just give you the the web code to yeah. get in that's <laughs> yeah we all missed the boat on bitcoin hey oh yeah i, I tried to get the minor thing working and i don't know i i don't have the patience for a lot of these things so i'm fine with being obsolete <laughs> that that's fair yeah I think in Canada, even like one Bitcoin is worth like seventy five cents. So it's <laughs> we're still screwed. Um, no, that's oh, that's super rad. Yeah, I like I said that that was pretty fun, and like the just the gunmetal armor that you came out with. Oh, I'm it should be arriving at my doorstep hopefully this week. So I'm I'm pretty pumped for that. Good, good. Yeah, um, so. it's always. Uh... It's a delicate balance to kind of figure out what is like how do you make a armor set interesting because it's it's yeah. sort of it's not a product that works in and of itself, right? It's only mm-hmm. it only functions in adjunct to somebody who's already already knows what knights of the slice are and is already a customer. Um, so it's kind yeah. of like it's a tougher thing to think about because uh, there has to be a, a kind of a higher perceived value there. So right, I right. try to reserve 
really cool treatments of the plastic for just the solo armor sets or the vector armor sets. And, uh, you know, okay. so far I think we've been pretty successful at that. Uh, but, you know, I always am kind of panicking on how to outdo that. And, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, eventually I'm going to run out of ideas. It's all good. Yeah, I, when, um, when Josh was being like, "Hey, I'll make you a custom custom dye job. What what colors would you like?" And I was like, uh, yeah, "Um, do you make a no? That exists already. <laughs> How about no? Oh, no shit. Um, yeah, it's it, it, it's tough being like, yeah, color combos. And, and I know you you have a lot of people asking for more more tampos and everything like that too. And that must be like." I mean, I'm I'm guilty. I was like, yeah, bring me back some more tummy tummy yeah. paint. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's you know, action figures is is you're always sort of behind the eight ball with with any plastics manufacturing because prices only go up. Mm-hmm. You know, they they don't go down. Yeah. Um, and you know, I once you start adding additional decos. It's very hard to go back to just a, a solo colored figure. And mm-hmm, I've always mm-hmm. been immensely fascinated by how little you can do in terms of paint with a figure. Um, this right, great right. line of action figures that are probably about four or five inches tall uh, from a company called Atlantic, and it's uh, Skyman. And he has all these weird okay. creatures that go along with him. It's really, it's a beautiful line. You guys should look it up. Um, Skyman, you say? Atlantic Skyman. Um, okay. And essentially, they're just kind of big toy soldiers because there's no paint whatsoever. But the characters themselves have four or five different colors. It's just different types of plastic. Okay. And it, it's a little obtuse to kind of describe, Oh. oh. you know, uh, just talking about it, but when you see them, it's, you know, and I think this is either from the late 70s or the 80s. This is before a lot of the sophistication came into action figures. But right, right, there are right. these really dynamic sculpts. There's some minimal articulation, but the they were so smart about what different pieces, uh, you know, what what pieces of the body were different pieces and how they use the base color of the plastic to kind of make it look like a fully painted figure, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Just break everything up a bit. Oh, that's really cool. Actually, when you, when you point that out, like, um, and I'm holding up my, um, my neon punch right now. I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. The, the, the crest on the, uh, like the, the chest armor that, that kind of, that makes sense with that. And the, the pizza slice. So that's, really cool because i mean i i do love the raw knights um like even without like the the painted eyes and everything like they still do the trick and they still have like the representation of like yeah this is a fully fledged knight of the slice yeah and that's that's one of my big hopes you know i think i i had spent so many years working under ridiculous budgets to get an action figure on the market that i learned what is what can you do without Right. Mm-hmm. Like what is the mm-hmm. bare minimum effort or cost you have to put into a piece to make it attractive or aesthetically pleasing or make to make somebody buy it? Um, 
Oh, totally. And I, that's always stuck with me because I, I just – it's hard for me to go over the top with something because I don't necessarily equate, you know, a shoulder insignia with one extra sale. You know, it's hard to say yeah. if you have one extra tampo, you're going to sell 100 more units. You just don't know. Um, yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, I, I've purposefully been very minimal with Paint Deco and things like that to really – kind of run the gamut of what can this be just as solid colors and you know mm -hmm. uh, that being said waves five and six which will start shipping you know end of summer early fall um Sweet. we've gone i've blown that out of the water and i've just gone crazy with <laughs> and it i now realize whatever fall is that is going to have to be very expensive because it's you know you you'll see in yeah, you know, in the near future, but um Oh, I'm I'm fully excited for this. Like yeah, we're 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 pretty we've gone to the point now where it's like, okay, two two figures each should be enough, right? But now it's like, okay, well we gotta get another one to customize. Like if we want if we wanna use some of this this the the yellow bodies, well we can't can't take apart our, our other rescue night. We gotta have the rescue night ready, yeah. so Let's just get, let's just get another guy to rip up. Let's just get another guy for yeah, bits. Yeah, we're, we're definitely men of compulsion. Yeah, <laughs> well, you can imagine, um, you know, if you take that mentality because you want, you know, you want to display Rescue Knight in his VJ armor, but you want to display the Raw yeah. Knight, and that idea of iteration, um, it becomes uh, so complex for me because I want to display every single combination possible that I just <laughs> never yeah. do. Like I still, <laughs> I have not sat down and opened up the bags on waves five and six, which are in a lot of people's hands with the, uh, the all-in subscription. Mm -hmm. um, I still yeah. have not sort of sat down and really like dove into, you know, interchanging the parts and putting them on display and things like that because it's, uh, it's so overwhelming. It's like, you know, it's unmanageable at this point. The, the sheer number of color combinations. I don't yeah. know that I, I ever well, could. I don't think I have the stock personally in my archives, but I don't think I have the, the time to, you know, as I once did, have sort of every combo pieced together and on display. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you've heard it here, folks. The, the combinations are literally endless. Oh, we, we lost... Oh, we lost your. Back, yeah, you're back now. <laughs> no, it's all good. We saw the little like the microphone with the the cross through it, and we're like, that oh no, not again. No, it's all good. Um, yeah, so that's that's rad. I I unfortunately couldn't jump in on the all in, um, but like this interview's over. I... <laughs> you can have your bike back. <laughs> Fuck both of oh, you guys. Sh oh shit! Oh, no. We didn't buy enough toys to keep his attention. Uh, is it we'll buy three we'll buy three look I, I, I was a poor kid and i i was lucky you know kb toys was the sort of destination because they always had three for five dollars or two for five dollars so oh, nice. okay, I, you know, yeah. I don't begrudge anybody it, look 150 dollars <laughs> that's a big ask for anything yeah that's yeah. that's a week of groceries or that's you know a new outfit like it, <laughs> I, I can't uh you know, I, I'm. It's joyous for me that anybody signs up for the all-ins. Oh, totally. Well, that's that's the thing too. I think for, 
I guess it'd be like wave seven, eight. That's probably going to be more of a, you know, unless I like completely fuck up and set my workplace on fire. Um, <laughs> so I, yeah, we've definitely, honestly, for me, like I don't do a lot of like online toy drop yeah. things. So, I mean, you, you guys are really the only one that I'm like, like waiting, waiting for the okay. drops. So, yeah, no, fuck, thank you. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, we've become say. rather passionate um, about Knights of the Slice. It's kind of surreal that now we have the creator on the podcast. Um, yeah, who would have thought? Like, I don't know, for Tony and I, just spending a podcast every week, just revving each other up to buy more Knights of the Slice stuff, that that would just turn into like something as as interesting as this. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's it's more of a treat for me because. Um, everybody in my immediate orbit is sick of hearing me talk about these things. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, we, we, we want more, but we don't want to like probe too, too deep. Cause you, you said earlier, okay. All right, let's do it. Yeah, go for it. Three sangrias down. Logan's probably chugging five beers. Um, let's, let's get some sure. secrets. What kind of secrets can you give us right now? Some, some, some um, you're shameless. No, I'm. Yeah, we'll do it. Fuck it. <laughs> I, I, I'd be happy to have this be the launching pad for uh, announcing what the first character is in the All In, or what will be waves uh, five and six. Oh, I, think this I is would. Appropriate. I would love for you to jump that off. Um, so the first character up is, I, well, let me back up. The theme of five and six is old heroes. Um, so I really okay. went back to my drawings from when I was a kid, and I nice. always would like make these characters out of clay or sculpty or ceramic, you know, whatever kind of materials I could get. Mm -hmm. uh, and it just sort of dawned on me one day, I have this, you know, more or less blank body. Why don't I just adapt the idea of these characters onto the Knights of Slice body? And you know, I was sort of in a frenzy and kind of scribbling them, scribbling the ideas down. And I came up with, uh, you know, just the, what I thought were great interpretations of that. Um, so that's, a, you know, a, one of the big themes of this next, these next two waves is that idea. Um, and the first character up is a character called Rebel that I created when I was okay. um, only eight or nine, probably, maybe even younger. And he was just kind of a ripoff of the Punisher or, um, you know, any sort of armed vigilante. Yeah, yeah, your, your classic anti-hero yeah. type, type uh, guy. Sweet. So, uh, you know, that's that's sort of going to be the first one out of the gate, I think, in, uh, I guess it would be September, more or less. Okay. Um, and then, okay. you know, you'll sort of there'll be a mini comic that kind of introduces how these characters sort of uh, come upon the, you know, the suits of the Knights of the Slice and how they are integrated into the universe. Um, and, okay. you know, there'll be a couple other things from my past that will pop up uh, throughout the... That's super cool. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, just, just being able to actually, like, fully like flesh out like your ideas from when you were a kid and like make physical representations of those like when you're older that's 
Darius eight, you're living the dream. That is awesome. Uh, sure. I mean, it feels like scrambling <laughs> up a sheer rock wall. Um, yeah, <laughs> could be a dream too. Still good. Climbing's fun. Climbing's fun. <laughs> Climbing exercise. It's good. Um. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, I've I've noticed. Uh, I think since Death Knight came out in Wave Two, that was the first um like almost villain esque yeah. character. Uh, and then there's been Chaos King, which I know he's kind of a. It's, it's implied he's a villain, but he's also just more of an agent yeah. of chaos. So uh, I was watching one of the videos today too. There was the Orange Knight, which is uh, the the Nikki Fung style homage, but he's he's supposed to be represented like by Brick yeah. a little bit. Um, is he also a villain character, or are we going to be getting more straight up villain characters in the um, future? So, obviously, like I've had to find creative ways that villains happen to look exactly like the heroes, right? <laughs> and that's that's by virtue of how prohibitively expensive it is to tool new figures. Um, I would we have villains that are sculpted. You know, Ant Suck and Erwin Papa have fleshed out the Knights of the Slice world well beyond what we'll ever get manufactured. Mm. Um, it is essentially if I tooled an entirely new body at this point, I don't know that the the company would survive because it's so you know, oh, okay. it's, it can be 15 grand and wow. down 15 grand means I'm not ordering new product. I'm not tooling smaller additional things like the vector jump armor so yeah you know it's it's very dangerous when to tie up all of your cash flow in a new tool and that's sort of the only reason why um you know there isn't sort of a proper villain with a, a whole new tool. so another another right, kickstarter right. is that the plan then or <laughs> um i don't think so uh, it, you know kickstarter is very expensive Mm. as a platform they take a big chunk and and also just it's an expense in terms of time uh, that you put into it It, you know it is a really nerve-wracking experience and it has to be you know at least 20 or 30 days long yeah and i guess i guess doing like doing a second kickstarter as well it's like you're rolling the dice on whether or not that same sort of passion is gonna come about that the original kickstarter had and like enough funding as well as the question comes up are you asking too much of people if you want to kickstart another project you know yeah and look i did two kickstarters in the same year people forget we kickstarted a night of the slice comic book and it failed miserably yeah all right you know Yeah, where, where some of those uh, original villain designs yeah. were showcased, um, I remember. So it's, I mean, all that being said, look, Kickstarter, is, it's a huge undertaking, and it's one I've been reluctant to do. Mm-hmm. That being said, I had an idea for something that's not really Knights of the Slice related, but will be coming to reality soon. I thought okay. would be appropriate for Kickstarter because, one, I could do a really quick blitzkrieg of a video that's like 15 seconds long and barely gives you the information you need Uh, and also i think it's just by virtue of what it is it it has a much wider audience and there's the ability to pick up new customers i I think we've collectively all of us have done a pretty good job of building a fan base for knights of the slice but i think we're more or less 
at capacity. I, I don't know that we will double the number of people that collect Knights of the Slice. I don't know mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. it's just I, I don't know that there are that many guys our age with disposable income to reach, you know. Yeah. I I, I think we're pretty yeah. close to what is a very healthy following. I don't think it will bloom into, you know, something several times the magnitude of it. And that's okay. I don't mean that pejoratively at all. I just, you know, I, I suspect we're, we've gotten more or less what we're going to get. And if it was 10%, yeah. that would be tremendous. Right. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's, like, yeah, it would be cool to see, like, Knights of the Slice on, like, your Toys R Us shelves and everything. But there is something kind of special about having like the exclusivity of these toys like you have to be here for this exact moment or you have to know the right guys on this internet forum right. to like yeah chat about these guys and get like a a, a little night for yourself well, so you, you hit I, on something interesting there because that's really all i have right is okay is the scarcity and the marketing of this line um and right. and also, I think in in a, in some respects, the return on investment, because I think people have made very good money reselling retired Knights of the Slice, and I, I want. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed. I, I think that's, that's awesome. Like that's a high watermark that you know people can sell a single figure and and make over a hundred bucks. That's tremendous. Like that's mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. good. So, you know, look, there are. There are toy lines out there that are better than mine, that are cheaper than mine, that do more than mine. You know, if you look at, like, Marauders, Inc. with their, you know, quasi-G.I. Joe military tons yeah. of articulation, tons of modular accessory packs and every kind of gun you could want. You know, stacking a Knight mm -hmm. of the Slice, which has minimal articulation in comparison, uh, you know, it's clear you're getting more bang for the buck with them. Um so really, the only thing I can kind of do, the, the main compelling selling point here is that, one, I don't make more than I can sell. Right. Two, right. we typically sell out pretty quick. You know, I think our last one sold out in three days. Sometimes, you know, the, the past few before that were selling out within two or three hours. Um, yeah. And two, yeah, you're kind of coming into this community and... There's going to be ones you want to track down, and you're going to have duplicates of some, and you're going to sell those and make a little bit of money. And, you know, it's mm -hmm. like that's that whole promise is is really that's what this line is because it's you can go buy, you know, any kind of Sentai related figure that's going to be infinitely, you know, more expensive or cooler or, you know, flashier than mine. Um, so at the end of the day, it's really like, uh, that perception is really that's the biggest selling thing. Yeah, true. I don't know. I'd, ra I'd still rather get like the full wave five and six of knights over the like ninja steel stuff because let's be for real, it's the same articulation. <laughs> Good. That's what I want to hear. Yeah, no, you're, yeah, you're you're officially better than the Power Rangers stuff coming out in my eyes. So the fan base around these toys and the way that they're sold with them. With the exclusivity of it and the just sort of that community aspect that is necessary, um, how that can't really be, um, how do I want to word this? Um, 
it can't really be duplicated on a mass consumer level because the charm of it is the fact that it is its own independent, small, niche, awesome thing. Um, what is the, the next step for the next project? Like how, like, do you want to keep that format and keep your community the way you've been growing it? Or do you want to try to break out into something a little bit more mainstream? Well, let's see. I don't want to say too much, uh, because I, I, you know, I'm very protective of things not happening. Right. Mm. Like I, I have no mm -hmm. problem sharing uh, the future, what I hope to happen. Um, but when it comes to things that I'm kind of meticulously building, I get very shy about it, not to be coy, but because I know these things are very fragile and, you know, a lot. Yeah, exactly. Um, you don't want to make a promise you can't keep, right? Um, yeah. But I think that um, if I could grow it to where Knights of the Slice, and you guys are going to groan about this, but... <laughs> <laughs> If I could grow it to where Knights of the Slice is only an all-in program, maybe four times a year, I would be so grateful and so happy because then I could work on something for a couple months. I could have all the narrative pieces, which is you know the postcards and all the great fan art, and I could just mm -hmm. ship basically an entire uh, chapter of a book, more or less. You know, where you get the characters, you get the story. There's some couple ancillary okay. items in there, and it's just this great big chunk, and it it carries the story forward. If I could get to that stage, well, that would be awesome, and that'd be great. Um, oh, totally, I, yeah. I mean, three A does it, yeah. so. Um, but I won't take your money ahead of time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think the. Uh, the bigger thing here is it's going to be, uh, and I got to be very careful about this, but it's going to be um, this idea, and part of this idea is obviously the Glio system. This idea yeah. meeting something that has a retail opportunity. Uh, and yeah. I'm being purposely vague here, but. No, that's totally reasonable. There will eventually be a vehicle that will take what Matt Dowdy has built over the, you know, almost 15 years, and it will apply it mm -hmm. to a hot license or something that makes sense. And retailers will respond to it, and we will be able to go into stores like um, a GameStop or the Walmart at Full Tile or whatever, what have you, and you'll be able to buy something okay. that took you know, the nugget of what Dowdy has built and applied it to what is currently popular and selling in, you know, the mass markets or in the specialty markets. That's what oh, I, cool. I, I oh, think cool. the next big catalyst will be. And Knights of the Slice will only be, you know, in the fallout range of that, where it won't be on the forefront of that. But when right. that event right, happens, right. I think people will they'll start looking for any and everything that fits that format they'll want oh, a single oh, totally line that's glios compatible and they'll want to sort of you know i see that as being the big moment where this goes from being solely guys like us to being something a little bit bigger you know okay 
yeah it's more accessible for like the mass audience totally huh cool I mean, yeah, I remember, like, yeah, I, I guess it was about 15 years ago now, like, first hearing about Glyos and just being so excited by the idea of, like, there's, like, just, it's, it's like Lego, but action figures and not necessarily, like, a Bionicle tel- type system. Like, that's really fucking cool. And then it just kind of dropped off for a little bit, like, I guess personally, like, for us over here, because... In Vancouver specifically, I don't know really many other people that do Glyos related things. Um, there's Crystal Lord and a couple dudes on the island. So it's, I guess, like it, it just totally fell off my radar here until the Knights of the Slice Kickstarter and then until a bit more of the like, I managed to find a couple Glyos things at like toy shows. And then I got fully, just fully immersed in everything. Yeah. Well, so, you know, it's it's really cool to see it like go from the initial like inception and plan to like having more things like built upon the base. So that's really cool that you guys managed to like get in there too. Yeah, I you know, um, it's just it's kind of nice to be in a, a universe that is interconnected. You know, it's like the <laughs> opposite of what the real universe is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the illusion of order, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's that's rad though. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm super stoked to see like any and everything that you guys are coming out with. Um, yeah, if you can keep keep doing non all in things too for us, uh, yeah. that'd be great. <laughs> you know, I having been that kid that would like. I would basically steal quarters out of my dad's change jar and then bum a ride to Toy Works. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I always want to keep this as accessible as possible and always, uh, you know, I try to sell these as cheaply as I can uh, for mm-hmm. a, a slight price pump in Waves 5 and 6 that I've sort of been holding off for as long as I could. But, um, you know, yeah, I totally agree. Oh, I've been the poor kid and... Uh, you know, you go to your friend's house and he has the USS flag and Bolden <laughs> and you're like, I, I have a Kevin Costner Robin Hood without his tunic that I got at <laughs> sale. Yeah. I think Logan has that exact Kevin Costner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no that's that's super rad though. Like Yeah. Holy crap, I'm and honestly, like for the the price price bump that you were saying, um, from what it sounds like, that's I, I don't think you're going to be losing any any fans from that. Hopefully not. Like no, no. I mean, if we look at like mainstay transformers over here and over here up in Canada, I'm pretty sure the uh, price reflects over in the states as well. Our twenty dollar deluxes are now thirty dollars. Yeah. So you're not. Like a, a an eleven or twelve dollar night isn't going to be a twenty two dollar. And night. I think like people need to accept the fact that so, like things change and the economy changes and costs change. Like even for me, sometimes I have a hard time when I'm looking at the new Star Wars Black series and I'm like, "Fuck, man! You used to be like twenty bucks, <laughs> and that is no longer the case." <laughs> but I think it's just like things change. That's yeah. the nature of it. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you're you're coming out with some awesome product, and you've got like a super steady fan, uh, fan base. 
So they're just seeing all the people that were like in for the all in for this this um this wave is just super impressive and like yeah you guys definitely deserve all the success oh, that you can you. get. Yeah, I was uh I was overwhelmed at the turnout. I did not I, I just basically thought uh you know that core group were going to re up and we'd maybe have one or two you know new people that kind of jumped on but it was uh mm-hmm. you know I think we've tripled what we were doing in all ins the uh, first half of last year. Holy smokes. Hell yeah. yeah. It's a good place to be. Sweet. That's definitely what I like to hear. Awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Cool. Um, yes, we've been we've been doing this for about an hour, give or take. Maybe we um, should wrap things up and let Jesse, Jesse get, get back, back to, to being uh, uh, enjoying his yeah. vacation. Dinner night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, did you have anything to say? Anything to plug? Uh, I mean, any I, any free reign? Yeah, I Go. wanted to share one other thing that may never happen, but it's sort of what I've been obsessed with lately. Sounds great. Sweet. So, when I was a kid, I was obsessed with um, movies like The Abyss, and Leviathan, anything that took yes. place underwater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, uh, when I was a kid, I created this world called Sub City subterranean city and it was just based it was just a ripoff of the abyss i'll be honest with you yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, the things i've been sketching lately like i'm already done with ways five and six I, you know it's creatively it's come to its end uh no, almost nobody yeah. has them yet but i'm already sort of off to the next thing um so right, i right. would love to do a wave that is um just like Nights and things that would exist in Sub City, right? So, so nautical, nautical theme. theme. Yeah, oh. nautical theme. You know, airlocks and moon pools, and you know, I don't know what the sort of extrapolation of that theme is, but uh, you know, as of today and the past couple of days, that's just like where I've been sort of scribbling and doodling. That sounds amazing. amazing. That you know, maybe we is 2018, amazing. and you guys get your all in, and you're like, "Holy cow! It it really happened. It's Sub City. It's beautiful. Sub City playset. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just need two seconds. Hang on a second. Oh. Guys. Cat's on fire. I hope not. He doesn't have a cat, which is the scary part. Okay, sorry, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I. I'm 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 going to be a little little graphic, but this is just how excited that idea got me. You got diarrhea. No, no. <laughs> oh, not that graphic. No, I drank like like I said three sangrias, and I like my arm is a a starting like nautical themed tattoo sleeve. Ah, perfect. So the fact that you said you're 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 su- sort of loosely planning out like a like a sci-fi underwater nights ish type thing made me almost literally piss myself with excitement. <laughs> so <laughs> he's putting it he's putting it mildly. Tony ran to go rub one out real quick. I just... <laughs> Sorry, that was a bit graphic. That's too that's too much. <laughs> oh man, but that is oh god, that's amazing. Yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I mean you know, look, these these waves tend to change a lot. Yeah. Oh, and you you did yeah. preface it with uh, this in in things that may never happen, air quotes. Yeah. But yeah. also I was, it was like a weird confluence of things. I 
I was watching Waterworld. <laughs> oh man, do you remember those Water Wars, uh, Spider-Man and X-Men line from Toy Biz? Were great, and I went, oh, bought yep. them all off of eBay. I'm like, this is so fun! Like, this is amazing. There's little inflatables, and you know, and it just one thing kept leading to another, and I'm like, why is this? theme keep bubbling up like there's something here so, yeah something growing inside so of i don't know hey, look it may never happen uh but cool I idea that, though you know it's uh yeah. it's a my current obsession anyway that, that's where also i'm with you that is the best venom that totally, they've ever done 100 and it, <laughs> like i i stole that from my cousin growing I up remember i was like... reading uh beowulf when that uh, mm-hmm. that uh, Venom came out, and I was like, oh, this is a perfect Grendel figure. Like, this would look Ooh. like. Um, yeah, I can see and, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I posted that photo, and it ended up being sculpted by my good friend Phil Ramirez, who who did a lot of the uh, Toy Biz stuff of that era. Oh, shit, yeah. no way. So it's, uh, Damn, that's rad. <laughs> but, Ooh. yeah, anyway, that's uh, that's where my head's at these days. That's I don't I don't blame you. I'm yeah. I, to to put it lightly, everyone says I have an ocean boner, mm. so <laughs> this, this excites me. On it sounds a few levels. Uh, very flaccid. <laughs> it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not a good thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's not a thing I, I reference uh, that very out. much. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, especially for free up here. I mean, yeah, but you got <laughs> death panels. Yeah, that's that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> awesome. Oh man. Well, thank cool. you so much for joining Sweet. us on the podcast. This was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you guys should uh try to get Nikki on because he. Yeah, we would. Love... He, uh, yeah, Sorry? he would be. He would be a great uh, voice to all this stuff too, and um, he may even be able to string a sentence together without misspeaking. Who knows? <laughs> I think I think we were oh, fairly we coherent collectively. Sure. Yeah. We did good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're, 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 we're we did good. We did good. good. We did good. Yeah, and you're you're always welcome to come back on the show. I will. I'll come back as soon as I I have uh, something solid to reveal. <laughs> the the teases are nice well, though. Yeah. Well, I like to, you know, like I said, it's all out there. You just gotta zoom in and look under a microscope. You just gotta cubric it all together. All right, I've got my red yarn and pins and corkboard ready. Let's do this. (laughs) Sweet. Oh man, that's that. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you so much again. I really, we both really, honestly, really appreciate it. Happy to do it. Uh, All right. Well, the only thing left to say is pizza out. All right, thanks for joining us here on the podcast, everyone. It's been an awesome time. Holy smokes, that was really, really interesting. Um, was there anything you needed to say to the people, Tony, before we get out of here? Cool, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you so much again for uh, Jesse Destesio for coming by and hanging out with us. I uh, also wanted to say give us a, uh, a like and review on iTunes. And yeah, keep on... Share this with your toy buddies. Share this with your toy buddies. Share this with anyone who is into Sentai pizza or independently owned toy lines yeah totally. yeah all right and remember folks a boba fett for a greedo is a notoriously bad trade we'll see you next time see ya